everyone, this is Julia Catherine Martin from theflyingcat.net. I'm here to share some spiritual insights with you and give you guidance for your healing journey. This is from my Patreon blog, uh, How's Your Altar, part one of three. Hi all, I'm feeling inspired to talk about altars, one of my great loves. There are so many things I want to talk about. I think I'm going to break it into multiple posts. I would love to hear how your altars are, what kind you're working with, how you work with them, and anything else you want to share. I'm open to DMs. If you don't want to comment, feel free to write me at Patreon. The altar, a portal, a sacred space, a connector, an energizer. It plugs you into spirit, gives you energy, maintains energy, creates energy in your home space. If you move, the first thing you should do is set up your altar and activate it. Get that set up first, even if you change it later. Your personal altar is all about you. No one else, nothing else. It is a space holder for your energy. The further away from the altar you get, the more confusing life is. Let me tell you, life has been confusing lately, and I realize my altar has been in a very odd place for the past two months or so. I decided to let go of the space I was keeping it in for the last 10 years. Where it is now is not working, and I finally made the decision to move some things around to get it in the only place available. Finding your rhythm with your altar. The frequency of your contact with your altar does not determine the quality of your connection. It's the way you feel about the frequency of contact. If you know you need to be tending your altar more, there's your guidance. Make time to do so, even if it's just for a few minutes, a couple times a week or once a week. If you're feeling guilty, but otherwise feel okay about your interaction, try to let go of the guilt and let it flow. If you're having a good time living life and things are flowing, it might be summer or your power season, and you may not feel the need to rejuvenate your connection and yourself at your altar as often. Remember, your body is your first altar. I was surprised when our teacher told us it's okay if we're only feeding our mesas, which is a medicine bundle, once a season or so. I was expecting a prescription, but the message was you do it when you feel it. If you do better with a consistent schedule, great. Do that. Do what works best for you. If you're feeling like you need that consistency, try a few different schedules for yourself. Don't be dismayed if you can't stick to the first schedule. Be open to what works for you. It might be helpful to attach your altar maintenance to another activity that you already do consistently or always do on the same day. Sunday, for example, or your Sunday if you have a non-traditional schedule. And lastly, if your physical life is in shambles, focus on tending that first. Take baby steps. If you haven't been to the dentist in a long time, given your car the oil change it needs, cleaned your space of clutter for several months, these things need to be tended before you worry about how often to connect to your altar. Having the space and connecting with your altar will help you have the power to tackle these things. It's a reciprocal energetic relationship 
But being spiritual does not mean bypassing physical care. First things first. Your body is your first altar. And your home, your vehicle, your physical space is part of your physical body. Coming soon, part two and part three. Different types of altars, what I do, my experience, and journal prompts. Thank you for joining me for this episode of How's Your Altar, part one of three. I'm Julia Cat Martin from theflyingcat.net. You can find me at Patreon as well, uh, Julia Cat Martin. Thanks, guys. Bye.